All right, so I'll I'll just follow your guys' flow. Uh, yeah, I'll just throw you easy softball questions, and then it'll just be a discussion. Good. As long as I'm not on trial, that's fine. <laughs> this is the LARP, the Council of High Elders. And... <laughs> You've been brought before the 321 Council. That's <laughs> the your crimes against Frontier Dawn. <laughs> Welcome to 321 Leon Podcast, Next Level Nerds LARPing Podcast. Please visit nextlevelnerd.com. You can see all of our shows there on nerdy topics, movies, TV shows, video games, and of course, LARPing. Subscribe to our shows and you'll get the new episodes as soon as they come out. And if you like anything that you listen to, it'd help us out a ton to give us a review on iTunes. It's not that hard and we appreciate it and we love you for it. (laughs) Joining me today is Evan, my brother. Hello. Doing a little afternoon delight interview here with our friend Kevin. <laughs> How you doing, Kevin? Good, good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, we met Kevin recently at our regular game, Frontier Dawn. He's been a lot of fun to play with. We had some conversations kind of, you know, in the downtimes and uh, thought we'd bring him on and just sort of talk about LARP in general today. Yeah, honestly, when I uh, started opening up to you, I uh, didn't know it was going to end up being a podcast <laughs> special. So that was quite a surprise for me, but uh, I'm That's happy to roll, do it. Yeah. Surprise <laughs> podcast is our specialty. It's like, do you mind if we record your private information and uh, conversation and, <laughs> and just post it up later? I found your uh, life-breaking story quite amusing. Uh, so. <laughs> now the show's overhyped. <laughs> Before we get started, how you doing, Evan? I haven't talked to you in a while. I'm about, doing okay. LARPing. Uh, Ready yeah. for our season finale? I don't yeah, know. You, you've been ducking on us. No, that was me, actually. Evan was there. Oh, I can't no, tell I you guys apart. <laughs> <laughs> One of you's got to paint your face purple for me to know who's who. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm working on maybe doing like a big season finale number for Neptune. Nice. <laughs> Seeing how many people I can get involved in it. Right on. Come to see the that's, show. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> cool. Alrighty, Kevin, uh, why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit, share as much as you like, and uh, tell us kind of how you got started with LARPing. Oh, well, um, so basically, I guess the uh, the first nerdy thing I ever, or what I would classify as nerdy, um, that I started out in was uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I was like okay. eight or nine years old when that like came out, and I guess it hit me like right at the right demographic. And um, and I was really good at it, so I really liked playing it. But then, of course, once you get into like um, you know, high school, then it, you find out real fast, real hard that it's just not something that you just broadcast that you play. Uh, in fact, even uh, Magic That's the Gathering. Uh, with Magic the Gathering, uh, it, it, I mean, as a Yu-Gi-Oh player, you got the rough of it because the Magic the Gathering player said, like, you were too nerdy to even hang out with us. And then wow. normies were like, well, you're all just terrible people and you should just sit over at that table. So I was in like a sub subclass of species. Uh, so right. pretty much uh, in high school, it just uh, I never really like. I kind of shelved it. I didn't really play it. Uh, towards um, senior year, I I did get into Magic the Gathering a bit, but it, again, it was still kind of more secretive. Um, you know, we kind of played 
at the school across the street was a hospital that had like food court cafeteria. Okay. But, like that's pretty much where we went to kind of play. And even when like people we would know from school that didn't play would show up, we'd pretty much like quickly just wrap up the game and, and, and just carry on. So it was kind of like a, like the witch hunt of the modern era, I guess. Um, now <laughs> I never really considered myself, uh, physically to be what they would consider nerdy. I guess the only thing I had was like glasses, but I was very much a, an extrovert. Um, I, I played in sports. I did lacrosse. Uh, but then I, I kept a balance because anything that wasn't considered nerdy, I had to do something to offset it. So even though I was in lacrosse, I was also in the marching band. So, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so that, that was always a, um, a lot of fun. And I don't regret doing anything like that. Uh, but after high school and going into college, you, you do find out that, you know, there's a lot more groups that accept that a lot, you know, a lot of special interest groups. So, you yeah. know, there was a Magic the Gathering club. There was an anime club. Um, now, anime, uh, I did watch quite often. Uh, and it was another thing I didn't really bring up, uh, especially like, you know, Naruto and stuff like that. And uh, they would call like Narofags and stuff like so you just pretty much. Yeah, it, it's pretty brutal. You would think I was like growing up in the South or something like that. Uh, but no, it's just <laughs> just pretty much Pennsylvania humor. Um, <laughs> yeah. The and, and it was pretty much I read a lot of manga and okay. and I and that that always stemmed a lot of debates because anytime anybody that doesn't read manga or watch anime and you say that you watch anime or read manga, they immediately assume hentai. Like that's just the common denominator <laughs> against anyone who's never read or watched anime or anything. Now, now it's a little bit better, but like at the beginning, it was like, oh, that's like the stuff with all the tentacles, right? I'm like, no, 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 that's its own thing. Uh, that's not what I'm reading. Uh, and so, uh, when I got into college. I I had a roommate, uh, which y'all knows, uh, Pat, who helps out with LARP okay. uh, event, and he was actually the one that got me originally uh, into LARP. And he actually originally got me into a lot of things that I blame him for opening the gate <laughs> on, uh, on my nerdum. But the uh, basically, when we were roommates, uh, there, there was a store called like uh, Sunco store that it was like one of the only like video stores that also had like an anime section and like anime stuff and we were at the mall at that store and they had i don't know if you guys ever had on uh wall scrolls um they they weren't so much posters they were just like made out of like you know linen and it had like an image printed on it and you, you would hang gotcha. it on the wall um so basically they had them of various animes so uh pat would get uh helsing which is a pretty common uh, anime a lot of people were into. And I got Roroni Kenshin, and that one was, you know, I was always, I liked that kind of like Japanese feudal kind of stuff. Uh, of course, his kind of looked, his poster kind of looked more like it could have been 
a like heavy metal band kind of poster, just the way it was kind of designed. And mine was just clearly a cartoon. You could just, it was just like the cast together and cherry blossoms in the background. And it said Roroni Kenshin across the top. And uh, even as I am explaining it to you, I am kicking myself in the ass for <laughs> even purchasing this as I'm saying it out loud. I should have said it out loud. In fact, I wish that the cashier would say, Are you sure you wanted to buy this Roroni Kenshin wall scroll for your dorm room? And I would have been like, You know what? Now that you have said it, no, I would like to put that. But it, but it was like two for 20. So like you couldn't pass up on that sale. So, you know, Pat had to get one and I got one. Um, How much does virginity cost? Is the real question. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you just throw your dignity on top of it while you're at it. Just get it all in a big old pile. And um, so the, the, the first time I pretty much kind of uh, stayed in the, the nerd closet and shut that door and put it in lock and key was uh, the first time I brought a girl over to my dorm room. And that, that's the first thing she saw were these wall scrolls. One was on the right side and one was over my bed. And then she looks at it and just bursts out laughing. Oh. She could not stop oh. laughing. And she goes, are you serious? And I had no choice. I did the dignified thing. I stood there. I looked her dead in the eyes and I said, oh, that's my roommates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get it either. But, you know, I'll take it down. And I never put that up again. That was a that was a good that was a good purchase. Uh, it's still I think a lot of us in that situation would have made the same call. Yeah, yeah thank you. I, We've I'm, all I'm been glad. there. It's... <laughs> and uh, but that being my roommate, um, because the the only nerdy thing I did was watch anime, read manga, and play Yu Gi Oh. In which case, I've retired the the Yu Gi Oh part in this phase and. We also had a mutual friend named Tim, and he was uh, like head treasurer of the uh, the anime club at the university. And he now normally I did what any normal person would do when watching anime, which was alone in a dark room with no one around, so no one knew. And uh, he goes, "Hey, why don't you come out to a whole group of people?" And uh, you can meet people just like you. They're not just like me, by the way. I just want to let you know that. Uh, like, and that's the thing. Like, I, I'm trying so hard to not be like the stereotypical nerd. And then when you hear anime fan, that stereotypical image you are getting right now, that was what was hoarded all together in one solid room. Now, they're all great guys, and there's nothing wrong with them. But it was just it was, it was probably a little bit much because uh, you, you would imagine that they're very like introverted and they don't really like want to like talk and they just keep to themselves like, yeah, we're here together. We're going to watch anime. No, no. They get right up to you. They're talking. They're asking you a million questions. And now you're in this phase like, well, is there anybody around that could like call my name and pull me out of this? Because they are talking way too much. And I'm the extrovert and I'm getting exhausted. Um uh, so it was pretty much uh, they just uh, everyone got together. They would put on a projector. They would watch an episode of of just some random show. And I, after a while, I was like, "Well, you know that it's good and all, but you know I'd rather just not make the walk all the way to this house. I'll just go, just stay in my room and do it." Mm-hmm. Um, so what bridged the gap was that Tim told me about Katsukon, which would be my first anime convention, and. A common phrase that I always had, it was very common, which was, oh, I'm a nerd, but 
but I'm not that nerd. Mm. And that, and I, I realize that as my life goes on, I am saying it about fewer and fewer things now. There's <laughs> there's rarely anything I can finally say, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm not into that. No, 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 no. You, you, <laughs> yeah, I'm not that nerdy. Uh, and uh, so he told me, he's like, no, no, it's great. We'll all get together. And I was like, all right, well, I told myself I was a nerd, but you know, I'm not that nerd. But all right, you say it's fun. I'll give it one shot. And he goes, great. We're all dressing up from characters from Naruto. And I'm like, oh, of course we are. <laughs> of course. <laughs> And, uh, and so we all we all picked a costume uh, that we were going to be. I yeah, I got it online. I, I never got like fully into like the craft making. And when I went to uh, the first con, it was actually really fun. It was kind of like, uh, you know, it had raves. It had like a oh, lot yeah. of merchandise, uh, yeah. a lot of cool costumes and, and, and people of, of all types and colors uh, coming together of backgrounds. And it was actually a lot of fun. And so I decided, you know, okay, well, I will allow just this in and leave everything else out. And, of course, this was a big, big secret. Everybody goes, oh, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to Maryland. Oh, what are you doing over there? Uh, I'm, I'm visiting the harbor. You know, it's a, <laughs> I hear it's beautiful this time of year. It's February. Yeah, well, when that cold, brisk Alaskan air is just stripping through your clothes, uh, <laughs> it just – you know, it makes you want to die inside of how cold it is. It's so beautiful. Um, I I was I was never tagged in any photos. I made it perfectly clear I didn't want to be tagged in any photos. Um, Sign the release for that. Right, right. And and there was there was uh, the first month that when it was posted. Um that I was tagged in the photos and I thought it was pretty cool. Like my costume came out like, like Halloween, like, Oh, people will appreciate this outfit. Uh, it, it was the opposite. And in fact, uh, one of my friends, uh, he, he was part of the normie group that had no interest of anything of this shape of uh, size, but he goes, Oh, I was actually going to introduce you, uh, to this girl I know. And I told her to look you up. And then the first thing she saw was you in that outfit. And she goes, oh, he's one of those guys. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not one of those guys. I could change. I could change. Uh, <laughs> so that's when I decided to, to untag everything and actually remove from the public any of those photos that can be seen. <laughs> and, uh, save you time later when you're interviewing for a job. Yeah, right. Something much more permanent and important. So that when they Google me, they go, "Well, yeah, he's he's into Naruto, so that's a uh, that's a no." <laughs> um, Depends on what job you're applying for. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not so much. I guess now. I can always I can always apply to Hot Topic. I guess. Yeah, there you go. And <laughs> so um, now, with Pat being my roommate, uh, he was the first to introduce to me Dungeons and Dragons. And once again, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, Pat, <laughs> I'm a nerd." I'm not one of those nerds, okay? I'm not. I'm not looking to worship the devil or anything like that, <laughs> and, which is a very common thing. Everybody who has not played Dungeons Dragons think mm-hmm. people who play Dungeons Dragons do. It's like okay, so we get the black light out, we put on our cloaks, we sacrifice a small goat, eat Doritos, and drink Mountain Dew, and we play a game. Um, roll for initiative. <laughs> yeah, exactly, roll for initiative. Um, but it was a small thing. It was just like me. Pat, his wife Tiff. Uh, it was just the three of us, oh, and, and we play, and we played in the dorm. And uh, basically, I had, 
Yeah, it, it was. It, I had, and Pat would tell you, I had a million and one questions, and none of them were related to actual <laughs> mechanics in the game. Like, <laughs> not to get too vulgar, but just an example. Um, I was like, so basically, I could use like anything as a weapon. And he goes, yeah. And I'm half celestial. He goes, yeah. So, so would my character have like a huge penis? And he goes, I, I guess he could. That's fine. Now, if I were to be disarmed, well, now hear me out. Hear me out. If I were to be disarmed, could I wield like my celestial cock and like swing it about and like hit people with it like a mace? And he goes, I, I, I guess. Now, hold on. I have another question. So, like, let's say like to distract somebody instead of like a smoke bomb, I would finish myself in the enemy's eyes, uh, like get it right in the orc eyes. Could I, uh, could could I then blind the opponent? And then at that point, he just looks at me. He goes, well, you need three rounds to get something like that done. Uh, so basically I probably, I probably annoyed Pat uh, to no extent of all of my million and one questions of what D and D characters could do. Cause he, he was the one who told me it was an open world concept. You, you know, anything you can imagine you could do, which was the wrong thing to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it is simultaneously the right and the wrong thing to say. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> yes. Magic of D and D. Yes, yeah. because and, that's what makes it one of the best games. You literally can do anything you can. You can attempt to do anything you want. Oh yeah, and especially since uh, I had no you idea. You can also how attempt to, to do whatever you want. <laughs> and that and that's how we played. I told him what I wanted to do, and he would just make the necessary rolls to do it. And so I didn't really know how to play, so I just told Pat what I wanted to do, and he would make the necessary rolls. So uh, like a fire monster would show up, and I would say, "Well, I want a hurricane kick him in the face." And he would just make the rolls. And meanwhile, I'm playing a rogue. I'm not playing a monk. I'm not playing a fighter. <laughs> I'm playing a, a rogue that I am playing as a ninja, more specifically Naruto. And you know, Naruto never snuck attack. He was always you know, wearing orange. He was in the front, and he would punch people in the face. So, and you, when you hurricane kick a fire monster, uh, yeah, you, you get more damage to you than you do to it. Uh, so I wasn't really good at the, the rolls, I guess. Yeah. And uh, but it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't regret doing it. I regret doing it as much as I do now than I did then. Um, but uh, then the final uh, nail on the coffin uh, after that is after college when Pat and Tiff got into LARP. The uh, they told me about Frontier Dawn, and they said, "Listen, um, I think you would have a lot of fun going out there and playing LARP." And I said, "Hey, Pat, I'm a nerd." But I'm not one of those nerds. Okay, I'm not going to be the type that's running around in the woods, hitting other nerds with a stick, and, and, and yelling out damage. And, of course, when you talk to someone who's never LARP before about LARP, the first thing they think about is that video with lightning bolt, lightning bolt, yes. lightning bolt. Uh, so that's pretty much uh, So I had to keep that strictly under wraps. And, and I find out, and then that brings up to... Um, kind of keeping it for my uh, workmates because uh-huh. now my manager uh, and I'm in sales. So I have to like do it in uh, you know, call off in advance as most people do. And I was telling him, I was like, Hey, I need off this weekend. And he goes, Oh, okay. Why? And I'm like, mm, uh, so uh, it's hard to explain. And then the regional manager was there and he shows up and he goes, what's Kevin doing? It's like, Kevin's asking off. Oh, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, <laughs> Uh, see, uh, well, we get together 
in the woods and it's overnight is all oh, you're going camping. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am going camping with my friends this weekend and I have to be there. Uh, <laughs> and that's the uh, go-to lie. Yeah, I was gonna say it's got to be the number one uh, uh, fib. It's not an out, uh, outlight lie. Yeah, it, it's cur- and we are being, camping. And being in sales, it's all about curving the truth, basically, like <laughs> without lying. You know, right. and technically, I am camping. Uh, <laughs> the um, uh, so uh, at first, it was just like one or two people that had like kind of like an arts background at my job that I kind of told about it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. And then there's always like, you know, the girl at work that you don't want to know anything about this. And she comes up and goes, what are you guys talking about? And I'm like, Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. And then my friend, not thinking that there's anything wrong with it going like, Oh, uh, Kevin's going to a LARP event. And I'm like, shut up. And he, she goes, uh, what's LARP? And I'm like, oh, thank God. She doesn't even know what LARP is. We could save this. We could just backpedal. And he goes, oh, he actually uh, dresses up in medieval armor. And he goes and he beats the crap of other people who do the same. And they're just pretty much fighting each other and uh, throwing. Uh, what, what was it, Kevin? Bags of birdseed? It was bags of birdseed, Kevin? Yes. And then other people are like, what are we talking about? And then she will go, oh, Kevin's going to a LARP event this weekend. <laughs> Well, technically, yes. Technically, I am going camping, but there's a, an event that happens at this camping trip that I, you know, my friends are a part of, and you know, I do it too. And uh, and then she would go, "Oh yeah, he he dresses up like uh like what like like Star Trek? No, no, not like Star Trek. No." Uh, and then my friend, of course, goes. Oh, like, uh, no, no. He kind of dresses up as like fantasy characters. Like when he goes to anime conventions, she goes, what? I'm like, no, no, my life is over. It is over. It's, <laughs> I just couldn't. It was like, and then oh, now, now I'm that guy. There. Yeah. And now, now it's just all out into light. Um, and I, now I have to embrace it. And, um, it, 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 now I, I, it's become like the joke of work where one of my managers would even tell me like, uh, like we had that recent like mega million Powerball or whatever. And he goes, Hey, if I win, I will pay you $50,000 for when the owner visits the store to be in full LARP gear and just go, <laughs> so like, I exile you. Ha, ah, two damage, two damage and start hitting them with my sword. I'm like, oh my god, yes, I would. <laughs> First off, yes. That. That, and <laughs> um, but it's just it's 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 so bad. But uh, pretty much is that that is my experience with kind of LARPing, and I thought it would be a little bit different because, like you know, Pat and Tiff, I, I've known forever that we were all going to play together, and when they brought me to the first uh, the 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 beta. And they go, oh, glad you could come out. I'm like, yeah, I'm really excited. You know, we're going to fight side by side. You know, we're going to team up. It's going to be fun. And then he goes, yeah, yeah. All right. So here's the in. So uh, bye. And I go, wait, what are you talking about? They go, oh, see, we're we help with the LARP event. We don't play in it. Basically, we're like the NPCs. So we don't play with you, but we'll come out as various characters. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Well, make nice. Like I was being dropped off at daycare. 
like play <laughs> nice with your friends and I'll be here if you need me, okay? Here's some apple slices so you could share them. And just in case, if you want to mix with the cool kids, here's some Dunkaroos. Uh, <laughs> but I was so dumbfounded. I was like, no, you, you can't leave me. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And, of course, everybody is, like, in the zone. Like, they're in character. And I haven't even thought of a character. I'm just like, okay, my character's Asian, and he's a fox person, and he wears knight armor, and that that's pretty much it. And and pretty much I wanted to pick a, a character that I didn't have to paint face makeup on. Because, you know, I'm a nerd, but I'm not, like, that nerd <laughs> to, like, paint my face. And uh, apparently, no, as a fox person, I still have to paint my face. And so I, I still have to do that. Yeah, I heard you got chastised for that. Yep, so the last event was the first event that I, I paid in my face, and it turned out terrible. It looked like a crying kabuki man, uh, just how it all came out. I can work with that. <laughs> but uh, no, everybody was like in character. Uh, it was a little bit hard to take in all at once because you're trying to get to know everybody, mm-hmm. and, and you're talking to them not as a LARP character. And they're responding to you as a LARP character. And it gets really frustrating. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so where are you from? They're like, oh, I'm from like Azeroth and, uh, you know, deep in the mountains. And until like an orc family you know, or tribe murdered my family. And now I am here. What about you? Oh, well, I'm Kevin. Uh, I work <laughs> in sales. I'm actually from PA. Uh, this is my first event. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then they look at you like, you're the weirdo. <laughs> like, you got you got this Shrek-looking guy in all green and tunics, and he's looking at you like, who the F's this guy? Who invited the, the weirdo to this LARP event? And um, He doesn't even like cheese. Mm-mm. Oh, God, that's a good point. So... Yeah. My first event. Um, basically, I- I'm left alone. I'm trying to make friends. Uh, majority of the races that are there, I'd say it's like 90%, is bobbins. And I didn't know what bobbins were at the time, but apparently they're like hobbits mm-hmm. who love cheese. And and I, and to the point uh, of driving me insane is how much they love cheese. So... I'm at one end of the room. In, in, in this event, it rained out. So we're all stuck in the end. I have nowhere to go. And so we're all trapped in this room. Like, you can make a horror movie based on this. Of, like, a guy going and saying, like, Evil Dead 4 escaping the LARP. And <laughs> it, it's like, the moose heads are talking. The, ho- the bobbins are talking about cheese. It's, it's, it's a terrible thing. So I'm going, I'm like, all right, well, uh, I'll go to this side of the room and I'll start talking to, uh, to these guys. So, oh, how's it going? Uh, it's like, oh, oh, uh, fancy meeting you here. Uh, we were just talking about the next cheese festival. Uh, many, many goudas will be there and some breeze. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, great. Fantastic. Uh, please excuse me. I'm going to go to the other end of the end uh, and talk to these guys. And I'm like, oh, h- how's it going? Uh, and he's like, oh, hi, I am Applejack. I am a bobbin as well. And we were just talking about who's going to bring all the different types of cheeses and who's going to eat what first. And-, and it just goes on and on. And then finally, finally, some outside NBCs come in. 
And I'm like, all right, I'm ready for battle because that's really what I came here to do was just, you know, beat nerds with a stick. And uh, these NPCs were non-combative <laughs> and they they were magicians of the color festival, whatever the F that was. And I don't know if you guys vaguely remember that at all. That but was before our time. But God. Yeah. Possibly. And I wish it was before my time. <laughs> But they're just pretty much talking about the beauty of colors and the magic that comes from colors and blah, blah, blah. And they end up um, – I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take anything at this point <laughs> as long as it's not cheese. But then the bobbins show up, and they go, oh, could your color magic color our various cheeses? <laughs> and now they're going on for 40 minutes of conversing of how to combine this color magic with their various cheeses. <laughs> And I am stuck here by myself again in the rain. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I could walk back. At this point, I, I'm just, it, it, it's, it's, it's over. But that was my first experience LARPing. And I, God knows how I came to another one. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I don't regret going to it. Apparently, now there's more different races and, and things like that to, to converse with, thank God. And uh, so it doesn't have to be all cheese all the time, except for one of the more recent events. Uh, they were like, hey, we're going to go on a main mod. I'm like, all right, grab my sword. I'm ready to go. Uh, so what's the story? So uh, there's a, a cheese mine and all the bobbins are getting delirious from like the corrupted cheese. And now there's we have to fight against this cheese golem that fights. I'm like, you, you got to be kidding me with this. You have to let this cheese go. Okay, <laughs> you know I'm not holding like tea ceremonies from Yomi. I'm not trying to convert everybody to feudal sword fights. Stop <laughs> with the cheese, okay? There's got to be other adventures that are not cheese based in this LARP event. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I kid a lot, but it, everyone's having fun. That, that's what's more. Fun. I'm having fun too. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much like where I get the the gist of my first experience of LARPing. That's awesome. Perfect. That was actually a great event because uh, the cheese golem had a pretty sweet armor. Yeah, apparently that was some sort of running joke about them eating cheese all the time, but like not cleaning it up or not putting it away at night. And someone on staff was like, you guys don't clean up this cheese. The cheese golem's going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. You got to eat cheese responsibly is what yeah. I've heard. Yeah, so I don't know if that's a, totally where that mod came from. or uh... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it wasn't. <laughs> so yeah i guess one thing i kind of wanted to talk about and i don't know how deep we'll get here but like where do you think that Very comes deep. <laughs> like i kept saying we've all been there like that's why i thought this would be an interesting conversation like we've all had times uh maybe not i would want to believe not so much anymore but maybe not like, we all run in different circles different groups and have different responsibilities and people we got to interact with but uh yeah there is something that's like I'm not sure I want to open up about this or I'm not sure how they're going to take it. And will they not like me or like, what is it? Like what compels someone to be like, "Eh, I'm camping. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I can see like in a professional setting, you don't want your job affected because someone thinks you're a weirdo or whatever, you know, Mm. (laughs) even the chance of it, you know, but yeah, that ship has sadly sailed. (laughs) Um. (laughs) But yeah, there's a, a good point. Like, it's it's out now, but 
it hasn't really affected your job, right? No, no. And and, that, and that, that's the good news about it. Like, it's not like a corporate America kind of, you know, job. It's, uh, but I, there is, there's a lot of, for a lot of people out there, there's a lot of insecurities that come. Sure. With being in a, uh, kind of like a, a niche kind of a hobby. And, um, and I blame my obsessive compulsive personality. Like when I do something, I'm going to do it right. So, and it just puts me in a worse position because it's like someone could just, you know, you could put on, you know, an oversized shirt and some slacks and go out and play LARP and just, you know, just go by the motions, but no, not me. No, no. I have to buy layers and layers of armor, uh, foam of EVA foam to, to craft. I got to get these tools and heat guns and I have to toil in my basement and, uh, and they're like, hey, dinner's ready. I'm like, shut up. Leave me alone. I'm busy doing real things. And, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's, uh, and, and that's just how it is. Like, you know, if I now, now when I do a D&D campaign, I have to like build like the, the, the best uh, character that you could possibly exploit in LARP. I have to build like the best armor, the best swords. Mm-hmm. And um, because, yeah, you know, like, I'll say that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, say that it definitely paid off because that armor you have is one of the most impressive, I think, at our games. Among the yeah. players. I mean, it's full body. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks awesome. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I couldn't believe it. It coined uh, the Yomi Rangers. Um, yeah, yeah. but of course the, the photo poses I was doing, wasn't helping in any way, shape or form when I was doing this basic power ranger poses. Uh, I'm hoping to, uh, build my next set of armor to be a little bit, uh, longer lasting. Cause the last event, the whole chest plate just fell apart. And even I hot glued that bastard as much as I could. And any, anytime I put it on, it just snapped right off. So I got to put, you know, do something a little bit better, change it a little bit more. Uh, but no, the, the, the armor building is a lot of fun. I wish I had more time to do it. Um, and I wish I could, you know, invite more people over to do it, but you know, you could kind of like, again, it's not something that you really broadcast. And, uh, one time, uh, I even had somebody over and I had recently had the basement finished, uh, not to get all my LARP stuff done, but just to have a finished basement, (laughs) but it ended up turning into a LARP dungeon anyway. Yes, that's where I go to get everything done. And I had a friend that came over, um, and she goes, uh, "Oh, I would love to see the finished basement." And I'm like thinking, "Oh, I in my head, I, I still have all of my stuff out. I have all this armor out. I have all this foam stuff out. I even have Warhammer figures. Thanks to Pat, I'm also <laughs> in a Warhammer. Uh, that was recent this year, and I've been painting and stuff like that." Um, because like you never know, you remember when you watch like forty year old virgin yeah. and you, you know uh, Steve Carell's character is painting those figurines and, and I used to watch it and I used to watch him go like <laughs> I might be a nerd but I'm not that nerd I'm not that guy that's toiling away and just painting in the basement with a magnifying mirror over it and nope not, uh, here we are here we are uh, my life has had it I'm drawing up a will now. And because uh, you put a stick, uh, put a fork in me, I'm done. But yeah, now all my uh, Warhammer stuff is out as well. And I'm like, no. She goes, come on, you worked really hard. You talked about it for months. I would love to see it. No, 
no, <laughs> come on, just show me. I'm like, all right. And you know, like in a horror movie, when you like bring somebody into your murder dungeon and then it like didn't click beforehand. Like it was just, you met a nice guy at the club. He seems really nice. He's very suave and charismatic. Okay. He wants to go to your, you want to go to his place. He takes you over there. Then you open up a secret room and then you just find like the chains and the body parts and, and then all the blood. And you're like, Oh my God. And it's too late. You can't leave now. You've seen too much. It, the look on her face is the exact same. I might as well have had bodies down there. In fact, it probably would have been better if I had bodies laying about. And uh, she just goes down there and she looks around and her eyes real wide and she goes, wow, that's a lot of stuff. And I go, yeah, I didn't know you were going to be coming to see the basement. So I, everything's kind of out. No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. 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 Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Is that what time it is? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me over. I'm going to go now. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You've seen too much. <laughs> <laughs> so... All the milk cartons and missing posters in the world will never find her. But, <laughs> but it, it, I, I, I hope a lot of people can relate to <laughs> the horrors oh, that yeah. I have to live. Yeah, it kind of sounds like something Peter Parker would go through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Forgot to put a Spider-Man suit away. Yeah, like maybe like Spider-Man Three, Peter Parker, where he's doing like a Saturday Night yeah, Fever oh, strut down the road. Like that's you might as well <laughs> just painted me that uh, at that point where I'm thinking I'm looking so cool and doing the finger guns and I'm strutting and I'm popping my collar and everyone around you is like, oh god. <laughs> I hope he doesn't come over here and start talking to me. So, but you know now the uh you know the cat's out of the bag the 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 dam's bursted i can't go back to that life anymore i would have to up root and move to another state <laughs> and start over yeah, again yeah. so that's where we're at currently uh most people know and it's out there or still uh i mean do you feel more comfortable sharing about it now or are you still a little bit like well you agreed to come on our podcast yeah <laughs> 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 well here here's the thing uh i've never done a podcast before so i would uh love to humiliate myself and share my heart-wrenching stories uh to be a part of it i'm just i just have to be included in things with me being as nerdy as i am now my opportunities of doing things have gone down now so thank you for inviting me to go do something mm. outside <laughs> to, sure. to, to get out and do something um but no, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I really don't mind talking about it as much now as I used to. I still keep that shit under wraps when I meet somebody new. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of people, they, they give me the same advice. They go, well, Kevin, if, if they care about you, it doesn't matter what you like. You know, no one's shallow anymore. You know, it's 2018. Like, they're going to like you for you. And again, it's the same as saying, hi, I have a murder dungeon in my basement. My name's Kevin. Would you like to go get drinks sometime? You might as well say that. It's but, not a first uh, date topic. No, it's definitely not. And a lot of people are like, so you're just going to lie and not 
just not talk about it. No, 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 no. Uh, my plan is very simple. So I'm going to use my charm and charisma and my you know, sense of humor. I'm going to win them over. They're going to be so into the fact that I'm hilarious that it's like, well, no, he's part of my life now. Uh, I like having him around. No, I can't see myself without him. And then I open the treasure trove and it all starts pouring out. I'm like, ha ha, this is what you accept now. You accept all of this. <laughs> so no, my, my philosophy is the uh, same as the same philosophy I have with going to the pool. Uh, you don't just jump right into it. You, you just put your toe in there first. You got to make sure that the temperature is all right. Then you put your foot, then your leg, and then you're pretty much you're going to just hover at just your neck for a while. And your friends are going to tell you, just dunk your head under. And you're going to be like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good right <laughs> here. I'm just going to keep it at neck level. This is fine. Uh, and, and that's just pretty much how I approach meeting new sure. friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and don't don't take anything i'm asking as uh, oh well you should just be open about it now you should do whatever you want and be comfortable it's more of my own curiosity and my own exploration of it because even as you're talking about it i'm like yeah how do i approach it like it probably varies maybe day to day um i kind of feel like the older i get i you know have less people to impress really so <laughs> i don't care about that- them like yeah go on larpin yeah, I got you know, a bunch of foam might, and pipes in my basement. Yeah, that <laughs> might actually just be it. Because, like, you know, as, as you get older, it's like everybody's got their own thing. They got, like, fantasy football. They got sure, you know, yeah. their hacky sack competitions or bowling leagues. So, you know, it's, there's no real big deal. Especially with, um, I've noticed that the, the nerd fandom has been growing. Um, so I like to think that I've laid the foundation for future generations. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm not calling myself, you know, uh, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the prophet of nerdism. Uh, I don't have that swell of head, but, uh, um, the, the second coming of, of nerdom, uh, I, I guess would be a safe thing to say. No, uh, <laughs> at least some level of trailblazing there. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's a whole lot easier now. And to the point, uh, in my opinion, it, it's gotten a little bit ruined now because it used to be, uh, back to like anime conventions. It used to be just having fun, putting on your favorite costume and going out and just like having fun. Mm-hmm. And now, now that there's money in it mm-hmm. for models to cosplay and mm-hmm. exploit, uh, their their demographic because they're just gonna love anything with legs and boobs, and there's like so now they're it, now it's just like a subscription thing, and now if you're not looking like these all star models and their outfits, don't bother. That's pretty much the image that everybody kind of has now. So it's like you know before it was like who cares if you're a little bit overweight? Who cares if you're too short for the character? Who cares if uh, you're not the same race? Like it didn't matter. And now it's like, you know, they ridicule you if uh, you're, you're just, if you store bought it, they, you know, it, it's a very, very aggressive. I'm glad I'm out of it now because uh, it's, it's, it's kind of ruined. It's just all about like image and fame. I never sure. thought that mainstream would end up taking something underground and turning it into another thing of theirs. It's mm. just, it's a little frustrating, but sure. um, yeah, before you know it, in another 20 years, like uh, when the hot supermodels are playing D&D, then <laughs> that's going to be the next thing there. Well, yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say. Like, I'm starting to see that. Like, if you start looking on, you know, Twitter or Instagram on LARP, 
you see these like you know super stylized like could be the set of a lord of the rings movie photography and stuff and they're like yep super buff dudes with these grizzly beards and these beautiful women in these you know authentic looking gowns or in or in you know chain mail and a sword or whatever and it's a little bit like that like uh, yeah there is that court sort of glamour modelness to it um and i, I kind of hope that at least they're legitimately like enjoying larping uh they might just also happen to look amazing and <laughs> professional yeah. at it you know and have thousands <laughs> of followers like I want to try to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I am sort of, I lean that way sometimes where it's like, oh, now they're going to ruin LARPing. Now you can't LARP unless you're wearing, you know, actual <laughs> chain mail and leather and, you know, a $2,000 suit of custom made bracers or whatever. <laughs> but, but then we go to our game that we used to go to, you know, 10 years ago, we started LARPing and people still got the duct tape. Yeah, that was a big concern of mine. <laughs> they're, they're keeping it real so at least we got that <laughs> yeah i was always concerned about that about like hey to, to have full plate mail do i literally have to buy a night suit and wear it and it's like no you could just make it out of foam and luckily i took my experience from cosplaying yeah uh into it so that's why my characters kind of look like they're from an anime <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's <laughs> And that was what how we first met because Evan and I had uh, that was something we got into. Like we really liked making costumes back when we first started, and they were rather primitive, like a one, just a robe and like plastic that we cut to look kind of like a breastplate. <laughs> oh, nice! We had like uh, like elastic strings on the back to like hold it on. Uh, <laughs> to now, yeah, with finding all kind of YouTube videos and stuff on how to make it look cool and you know, lighter and all that stuff and pretty affordable oh, yeah. to make. Uh, you know, we got a lot more into it and kind of wanted our characters to look cool. Like like when you said you are describing your character, I was like, yeah, change stories to orc, and that's about all my character was too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to wear armor, I got a sword and a shield, and I'm an orc. I think I got a name maybe picked out. <laughs> well, I can tell you this. The only thing that I've added to my character's backstory is that he hates cheese. I'll tell you that right now. And, like, I will kill anyone who comes to me talking about cheese. I'm like, you better turn around and take that shit back to your bobbin little hole in the ground because I ain't hearing it. Uh, well, you got to have motivation. That's, that's key for role play. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, overall, I'm glad I, I did it. Uh, I mean, I will be going to the next event. Cool. Uh, it just... You know, because of my job, I, I can't take like the whole weekends off, unfortunately, because that's okay. where like, sure. yeah, yeah, that's where the money's at. So I have to just go on like one days. Mm -hmm. um, but no, it, it's been a lot of fun. And each time I go, I, you know, I feel like a lot of people has kind of like toned down a little bit of the role playing a little bit because I feel like I got into a lot more conversations with mm -hmm. people this time around. And I understand authenticity. I understand. And and I'm not saying like stand in the middle of the end and just talk about, you know, your favorite shows, your favorite hobbies, your right. favorite anime and stuff like that. But um, no, like I, I remember that uh, it was pretty frowned upon to even like, even on the outskirts of the game to just like, you know, shoot the shit and just talk about whatever. And it's like, no, all character all the time. But I, I've started to notice that it's kind of, you know, dissolving a little bit of that. Like, and I'm getting to know a lot 
more about everybody. Um, I'm still trying to get to know names because again, I still have to call everybody Neptune. I gotta call everybody. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Gore or Gorehack? <laughs> Gorehack. That's what it was. Uh, no, he's a cool guy too. I wish I could get to know more about him. Other than that, he's an orc and he wears full plate mail as well. You're right. That's pretty, but he's pretty funny. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think that's um, just kind of the, I don't know, the course of that game. The community is starting to be familiar with each other, so I think you start to know who is cool with dropping out a character to have a conversation every now and then, or you know, if if people know, hey, they're not going to stay in character, then I'm probably not going to hang around them when I want to be in character, you know? So um, it, I think the game just kind of can flow a little nicer that way. Um, so that way people who want to enjoy the role play can do it over there. And, you know, as long as people are respectful, like you're saying, you're, you're not going to stand right next to them and drink a mon- monster in the can and talk about the... Which I am guilty of doing. <laughs> sure. Well, they got to find well, a way. Because, to, I've yelled at people, not yelled at people. You, you called st- people out on it. So well, yeah, you sternly placed yourself and pointed at them with a rigorous <laughs> finger. Hey, you, and get this ball out of my yard while you're at it. <laughs> Damn kids. Yeah, and their monster energy drinks. Uh, I try to be. I mean. Uh, the, my my trip to LARP, I always stop at the Wawa, which is the last food place you can get to before the LARP event. And uh, yeah, I, I get I have to get like bottles of water, but I try to be a little bit discreet with it. But mm-hmm. pretty much, I, as much as I try to be in the times, like as if you went to the Ren Fair and you're trying to just like live off the land, kind of a feel. And uh, I end up ruining it by whipping out the hot glue gun and mm-hmm. putting out a workshop table out, and then <laughs> hey, all my bags is out and it's just like i'm just see how can i be self-conscious at a larp event Mm. you can't because that's how i feel because it's like again just like how they're like who's this weirdo like just ruining my game like couldn't you have just done this stuff you know just go out in the middle of the night in your parked car and plug it into your car and start doing it there because you're ruining the game with your hot glue gun uh now no one has come up and said that to me but i feel like everyone's just being really polite and instead i hear it with their eyes Just, I don't know. You, I think we can all relate to our armor falling apart, so mm-hmm. everyone understands that hot glue gun coming out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, I used to go to the NPC house, and I'm like, hey, can I work on my armor here? And then they didn't even want me doing that there because it's like, no, because you could get some inside trading information from the NPC house and relay it to the people at the end, and we just can't have that happening. And, and I, I get it, but I'm not working at the, the CIA or the F. FBI here. It's like, oh, I'm going to just start bolting back to the end. Guys, in the next three to six hours, some some mudkins are going to attack. You would never see that coming. If I told you in the next six hours that mudkins are going to show up, you'd be like, well, this event has been spoiled. I didn't know mudkins were going to show up like they did the last 13,000 times. <laughs> but I, I get oh, this interesting, but I'm also not the type of guy that wants to ruin the game for everybody. Sure, sure. Uh, but also, uh, what I've noticed is that there's, uh, and it's not a bad thing, uh, but there's just way too many people at this event. Now, I know there's much, much larger events, but I feel like there's not enough quests to accommodate 
the size that we have. Because even though if there's like 30 or 40 people, like when he came up to me and said that there was a treasure chest hunt, I'm like, great. That sounds like fun for like 10 people. But when you get 40 people that want to go after this treasure and then you split it amongst everybody, it's like, great. Here's a chest full of gold. Here's a copper for each of you. Because <laughs> yeah. you all showed up. And uh, there's only like five or six people playing NPC at a time. So every mod is just a rollover. And uh, that's why I'm always suggesting like anytime I'm a monster, like, okay, Kevin, today you are a scarab creature. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. And it's like, and you're going to have these two attack, uh, these two buffer weapons. And those are going to be like your pincers. I'm like, all right, cool. And you're all going to have four HP. I'm like, oh, hold up. I'm sorry. We're going to have four HP. You do realize that we got people coming down that swing for 10, right? <laughs> and they go, okay, well, I tell you what, if you guys seem like you're having trouble, uh, at that point, you can double your HP. I'm like, they are still swinging for 10. Double of four is still one hit kills. And so I'm always recommending. I'm like, how about 16 HP and we all swing for fives? And uh, of course, that's never a go-go. They never like that. They're like, no, you're scarab monsters. You can't be like scarab behemoths. I'm like, why can't we? If we can dream it, we can make it happen. <coughs> Maybe we could join together like Voltron and just be a super scarab. Uh, but uh, no, it, it's 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 fine. It, there's always tweaks to games. Sure, it's yeah. at the end of the day, it's still a lot of fun. I I just tried not to take it so seriously to just have some fun. But uh, and and they try to tell you that like it's more story driven, not combat driven. But my God, would I love more combat? I would love it. If it was just nonstop combat and then 10% your princess is in another castle. Like, <laughs> I would never complain about that. Unfortunately, last event, the staff was a little shorthanded. Yeah. And, they, had and, a, they had a wedding going on that, like, everyone knew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right when I got there, someone was leaving. Yeah, it was a little bit short staffed. That's why I kind of wanted it to be, like, kind of doubled out uh, for the, uh, the mods. Um, to fight because when I switched off of NPC and uh, we were attacked by um, oh shoot why can I never remember oh yeah Mudkins because uh, it's always Mudkins um, might have been Serpos too oh yes uh, or or Mudkins riding Serpos <clears throat> I would accept that too uh, <laughs> and uh, they, we were being stormed and I'm like all right so I grabbed you know my katana. I run outside. I see one off in the distance. I'm running over there, and then, bam, it's dead. I'm like, no, no, get back up. Get back up. There wasn't enough time. <laughs> and then I would turn around, and, oh, here's another one. I'm like, all right, I'm running over there. Oh, he's dead. Ah, so I, I'm just now at this point, I'm like digging for enemies while everybody else is role playing like, well, the best fight is the battle not fought. And I'm like, screw that. Okay, I didn't put on all of this armor and wield this giant ass sword to just stand here and talk about diplomacy. And that's why when those mudkins showed up and I found out the day before that I wasn't at that they had a treaty that you I was gone for a day and you guys made a treaty with these things. And, and now we're not supposed to kill them. And then they showed up saying that they need help or something like that. And I'm just standing there going like, can I kill this one? 
And they're like, no, no, they're our friends now. I'm like, ah, well, is there any enemies that aren't our friends now? Can I start killing bobbins? (laughs) (laughs) I digress. I apologize for my tangents. (laughs) It's like, I let it out. Part of the podcast. I don't, I don't think we would have a podcast if we didn't allow tangents. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, the only thing I thought of, uh, the only other thing is, um, any advice, kind of one way or the other, um, whether you want to advise people <laughs> to uh, just be forthright and open up, or uh, advice on how to keep it under wraps. <laughs> well, I guess the the best advice that I have is pretty much that swimming pool advice, you know, like, uh, even you can have hobbies, uh, you can have interests there's nothing wrong with it, but it's, you just have to make sure that it doesn't define who you are. You don't want it to like lose your identity about it. Like you don't want to be the LARP guy. You don't want to be the Yu-Gi-Oh guy, the anime guy, which I am at work and it sucks Mm -hmm. because I am that guy now. And, um, so basically I, I just, you know, kind of focus on more of like your to your interests, but you should also try to get into their interests as well, because the only way to kind of bridge those gaps is to have kind of like a mutual beneficial um, kind of a topic to talk about. So, yeah, I try to listen to like pop radio. You know, I try to watch all the movies, uh, everything that's out, uh, you know, TV shows and everything like that. So I try to keep myself pretty well rounded. And so you show an interest to what they're in. They'll show an interest in what you're in. And that way you're kind of like crossing that kind of, instead of having a wall or a dam that's busting out and you're just dropping all this stuff, it's kind of more of a bridge. You know, you're just kind of creating that. So uh, you don't just dump it all. You know, just find a common ground. Uh, you know, dip your toe in that pool uh, before you jump in. Uh, it would be kind of like the best advice I'd say. Um for someone that's really into all these kind of hobbies. Life is about balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, it varies person to person. Um, I am much more by the opposite of you. I'm more intro- introverted. So I don't necessarily have a problem if I don't <laughs> find a comment <laughs> right away. Uh, and if they want to talk about what I'm interested in, oh, cool. Yeah, I understand it's much harder as an introvert. But I at least can have a conversation with something I don't necessarily know about because I like to learn about things. So. Maybe that's a little different. That's why I do these podcasts. <laughs> podcasts are fun. This, this has been a, this has actually been a lot of fun to do. Yeah, I'm glad you could uh, be on our show. All right. Yeah, we appreciate your time, Kevin, and uh, your hilariousness was appreciated as always. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Please invite me anytime. I would love to do it again. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, we'll see you in a few weeks here. Hopefully for the finale of Frontier Dawn. So. Uh, yeah, the rise of the bob and cheese golems. <laughs> yes, the final boss, moldy cheese. <laughs> All right, well, you have been listening to three, two, one, lay on podcast. Next level nerds LARP podcast. LARP podcast. Please visit www.nextlevelnerd.com. You can connect with us there. Uh, also, Facebook is a good way to get a hold of us. Um, just post, send a message, give us a like. Uh, if you into movies television shows gaming just search anywhere your favorite podcasting app or google and tell your friends to do the same they should be able to find us uh thanks for joining us kevin well thank you for having me thanks for being here evan definitely thanks for listening 
And remember, spread the word, spread the nerd. I don't know if there's awards for best guests, but I'll take mine ahead. That's, <laughs> that's, you can email me that certificate. <laughs>